up your frozen dinners, grab your TV tray, and settle in for another episode of The Plus Platoon, your podcast for all things Disney Plus, brought to you by Disney Plus fans. Watch along with us every week as we cover all the new, the old, the good, and the bad on Disney Plus. So put down that remote, don't touch that dial, and welcome your fabulous Plus Platoon host. Hey everyone, welcome to the Plus Platoon. We're a Disney Plus fan podcast that gives honest, spoiler-filled reviews of movies and shows on Disney Plus. We look at new releases, coming attractions, and we'll even dive back into the vault to revisit some of the classic Disney that's on the platform. Make sure you're subscribed and you will never miss a moment. I'm going to bring in Kate. Kate, good to see you this evening. Good to see you too. How are you? Uh, can't complain. How about yourself? Doing all right. Can't complain. It's very hot here in Florida, but you know, such is life. I so. mean, it's not February. It's not November to February. Of course, it's hot in Florida. Right. <laughs> Next, Correct. we've got Pete. Pete, how are you doing today? I'm doing okay. It's uh, only slightly hot here. Here. <laughs> okay, what's slightly hot? Uh, eighty-three. Okay, we just lost Pete. Sorry. Nope. <laughs> How is 83 hot? Oh, yeah, no. Uh-uh. I consider anything above 80 hot to me. Well, I would agree hot. with that. It's warm. Yeah. I would agree no. with that. All right. And slightly, last but not slightly, least. Okay, you want to call it. Uh, not warm. really wanting to know exactly the temperature in Northeast uh, Washington. Steve, how are you today? Actually, it's hot here as well. We're above 80, which is hot for us. And it's supposed to be even hotter tomorrow. So Now. The key question for you, Steve, and you, Pete, do you guys have central air? Oh, yeah. no. Air conditioning? What's that? Something <clears throat> that I would have to have. Otherwise, I would be killing people left and right. <laughs> I mean, I don't care if I have to use it for three days a year. I'm installing central air conditioning in a house anywhere. It's like all these people. Oh, we're in Colorado. I have some friends in Colorado Springs. Oh, we're in Colorado. You don't need air conditioning. Uh, no. It gets up into the 90s in the summer. I can't even fathom not having air conditioning. But then again, I don't even turn on our heater in the winter. That's fair. And we don't turn on our heater, which I'm sure Pete's like, who lives <laughs> and, and Steve are both like, what do you mean you don't turn on your heater, Kate? <laughs> so I kind of get it. It's just the opposite. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> anyway, guys, if you have not already, please like, subscribe, share. That way you're on top of every episode that we do. And we've got some fun ones coming up. So. Today, it is the 20th anniversary of the release of Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. This is this was the first Pirates movie with Johnny Depp, Orlando Bloom, Kara Knightley. And it's the one where they had, with the stolen Aztec gold and the medallion and the pirates turn into ghosts when they get in the moonlight. It's, it's the movie that everybody knows and has so many of the great ride references. So many great ride references. So, Pete, I'm going to start with you on this one. What about this movie is still makes it a treasure? So, I remember when this movie came out, and it, I never, I never had had a problem with the idea that oh, they made a movie out of a ride, but the I like there hadn't been a good pirate movie since like Captain Blood, you know, in like 1940. Whatever. Very true. Yeah. <laughs> so, so. Um, you know, this was the first, uh, you know, we, we had a pirate movie coming out. It was like, oh, I don't know. This is, is this going to work? And it worked gangbusters. And it's, this one still works gangbusters. It's a good story and a good adventure yarn. Um, what Johnny Depp's doing in this movie should not work, but it totally does. Um, you know, if you, if you just like take it out of the movie and like look at how he's acting, you're like, Oh man, this it's just weird, but it works in the movie. Um, the story is good. It's fairly the movie's fairly tight. It's, it's a little bit draggy in the middle um, when they're going back and forth <laughs> between the between the the Aztec Gold and back. But I, uh, unlike the sequels, it it's probably the right length. The, and and one thing I remember 
at the time when this came out, 2003, we still didn't have consistently good special effects in movies. Correct. And this movie came out and it was like, wow, this is really solid. The, the way they did the, the skeleton pirates coming out, you know, when they would come out of the, the shadow into the moonlight and everything like that. Just um, really well done. And it still holds up pretty well. There's a little bit of hinkiness to it, but considering 20 years ago, as I said, what how bad some special effects still were at that time. Um, yeah, the, the, the movie really, I don't know, it really holds up holds up well i think it does um if if you take away the seat if you know complain if i'm going to complain about things it's everything after so what about you steve anything uh that i didn't mention you can think of that uh, Um, i think like you said the performance by johnny depp was at the time sort of a standout considering he wasn't really supposed to be the star um i also liked um jeffrey rush so captain barboza his performance was perfect um i was doing a little reading this morning and how they talked about um how they had the three sort of type of pirates so if you look at um um captain barboza was one sort of the traditional pirate that you think of you had captain sparrow which was a different one and then um will which is sort of a more errol flynn so it was interesting how they took those three types and meshed them together and make it made it work in the story i'm like you pete the special effects at the time um were outstanding they still for the most part hold up today of not where your center are going it was too distracting this morning when i was watching um a good, great action movie. Um, I liked the references, like you said, Derek, to to the ride. So if you're a fan of the ride, you notice those nice little references and played off of that. Um, Derek, anything to add? Um, yeah, I mean, we've talked about Johnny Depp. Can we talk about like possibly the greatest introduction scene of a character ever? <laughs> that introduction <laughs> shot where he's coming in on the boat. <laughs> And then he looks down, you see it's like three quarters underwater already. And so it's like, oh, shoot. So um, there's that. Again, especially in the first 30 minutes or so, all the references to the ride. Um, one I caught was when the Interceptor and the Black Pearl are having their cannon battle back and forth. It's, you know, um, you know, fire, you know, fire the cannons, he cockroaches or whatever. The line directly from the ride. It's just kind of stuck in there. That if you don't know what's from it, you don't get it. Type thing. Um, yeah, I mean, this. I remember when we watched this. This was such a great movie, especially for its time. Especially when you consider haunt, the original Eddie Murphy Haunted Mansion movie came out the same year. Wow, <laughs> I didn't realize that was yeah. the same year. Um, wow. also, also the same year as Return of the King for Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. And Finding Nemo. Yes, wow. good year. Good year for Jeffrey Rush. Yes, he was in, he was in that too. <laughs> and Orlando Bloom. Wow. Um, so, oh, right, because he was in. The, yeah, he, he was, was in, in the, the, King. the Rings. Yeah, yeah. Which is actually part of the reason they cast him in this is because they want. He was supposed to be the star. He was supposed to be the, the main male character that everyone remembered was the Orlando Bloom. They were going off of his name wow. versus Johnny Depp. I mean, A, to see him anything in anything that's not a Tim Burton movie. Right. <laughs> so, Kate, what else worked for you? I mean, you all pretty much said everything I was going to say. Uh, I This movie's a classic. I remember where I was the first time I saw this movie. Um, it had just come to DVD uh, and I was a, a sophomore in high school and we were watching it on a giant screen, like a projector screen or whatever in the band room of the high school. And I didn't know much about it. Um, and then when the, the scene happens that in my opinion, w- especially for its time was just cinematic gold when they do go and all of the pirates turn into the skeletons, except when they're like, it's scared the tar out of me <laughs> but and i will just never forget uh the line that barbosa says when he says you best start believing in ghost stories darling you're in one and that line always stuck with me um the monkey i loved the monkey in that scene um but anyway so 
uh, I think this movie for sure held up. Um, the casting was perfect. Everyone from um, Orlando Bloom, Kira Knightley, and but everybody down to like Gibbs, how Gibbs mm-hmm. was cast, and some of the pirates, like the pirate with the eye, and like the, the like the just the casting, Barbosa. The casting was so perfect that um, it just made you be- fall in love and believe the story. Yes, there were absolutely parts that dragged, and we'll talk about that. But um, my God, it was so good. And the other great thing about this uh, this franchise is I feel like, I guess I can only speak for like the first three but the sequels, I'm only going to talk about the first two to three, were actually also very good. Normally, a sequel is like, but I felt like the very sequels, good, maybe stretching it. <laughs> the sequels were also good. Casey and I were talking about this, and he was like, because um, after we watched it, we were talking about it. And he said, I think this is one of the greatest pirate movies of all time, the first one. Um, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I said, I would agree with that. And then we were trying to name other pirate movies other than like Peter Pan. And we struggled. <laughs> well, but none of them are good. <laughs> yeah. But Tre- is, Treasure Island? <laughs> yeah. This was one of pirate the greatest movie. pirate movies of all time. Um, so good. Perfect blend of comedy and action and suspense. Um I mean, Johnny Depp's, um, no matter how you feel about Johnny Depp, his comedic timing and his physical comedy in this movie, unmatched. Just, just great. I could go on about how great this movie is. I think it is phenomenal. So I'm going to stop. <laughs> yeah. And and I, I want to hit on um, what Steve said about Jeffrey Rush, though, because like he was he was so good that they 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 killed him at the end of it yet they brought him back for three more movies <laughs> yeah yep. and um like like textbook scenery chewing he is oh. chewing oh, the scenery God. like so generic so so like piratey you know just exact like but damn it works okay it works. the point of when it was he, there was the scene where it was he and the monkey and Karen Knightley. He always made sure he was on the left hand side of the screen because even subconsciously, our eyes are used to going left to right. Because he knew if he was over on the right hand side of the screen, no one would look at him. It would all be Karen Knightley and the monkey. At least that way, they had to glance past him. Wow, mm. that's br- see, that's like that's so good. That's so genius. Oh, that's so that's uh, that's so scenery. I mean, that's so a man who knows how to draw the attention of the audience to himself. Yeah. Probably the best of this was an actress by the name of Mary Wicks, who um, she was one of she was the voice of one of the gargoyles in Hunchback in Notre Dame, but she was the uh, housekeeper in White Christmas. She was one of the gals in one of the townspeople in. Um, the music man. But whatever movie she was in, like she always had a little handkerchief or something, just because that little flash of white, your eyes would pull to her. Smart. And so, yeah, very smart. Okay, now as we've kind of alluded to, not everything about this movie was perfect. This is not a perfect movie. Steve, what for you about this movie is first? Um, first, it was a little long. The story was a little long. I feel like they could can shorten it and still have a really good movie. Um, the other thing is supposedly the love connection between Will and Elizabeth. I did not really feel it until the very end. So, and I know it was supposed to be about their love story. Um, I'd say that was a weakness. I feel like there was much more chemistry when you had Johnny Jap or Jeffrey Rush on the screen of the characters playing off of each other. Um, those really my my two big things. Some of the battle scenes. This will be like for you, Derek. Marvel a little bit too long. Like, okay, nice, nice. The battle's going on. Let's get on with the story. 
I, I would say those were the biggest things that I came out. Like, I had to remind myself this was supposed to be a love story between Elizabeth and Will until I watched it again this morning and went, oh, I don't and really you know feel that. Work. You know why it didn't work? She was 16. <laughs> what? Uh-huh. When okay. So this, 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 this was basically her first big movie. She was 16 when she did this movie. Yeah. That would make sense. Just, I think she, I, well, she yeah. was very young. I thought she was like 17 yeah. or 18, but yeah. I, I was 18 when it came out, she was 16 when they filmed it. Yeah. Okay. So, so maybe that's it. Guess, guess that not that life experience that, that, um, is there is that you could pull from that when you're acting. So, yeah. Yeah. What about you, Derek? Um, I would agree. It, it was too long, especially. Especially the middle was too long. The, the, I, and as Pete, you said, the whole going to the gold and then back and then gold and then back. It was just one of those get to it already type thing. Um, it was a case of. I don't really have complaints about the visual effects. Except for the scenes where it's all pirate skeletons. And again, that's more of a today looking back at it 20 years ago type thing. Um, but I mean, for me, the biggest thing is there was there are spots where it definitely drags um, to the point of being a distraction and making me lose interest. Um, now, 20 years ago, when I was, you know, much, much younger. And weren't used to all the big battle scenes and weren't used to all the big special effects. I probably would have rated this movie higher than I'm going to here in just a little bit. But to me right now, it was just too darn long. It was 140 minutes. Could have been 120. So, Kate? Uh, Yeah, echoing the same thing. It was just a little bit long. Um, There were parts, not a lot, but there were parts um, toward the middle where it was just kind of like, Okay, like, all right, the back and forth. Okay, like, let's keep moving forward. Um, and that, I mean, that's really my biggest. I felt like a lot of the CGI held up over time. Um, but it just, it did drag a little bit. Not a lot. Not not as bad as some movies we've watched. No, 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 no. no. Not as bad not as, as, bad as some, some movies we've watched, watched recently. Yeah. yeah, agreed. Um, but it was. But it was good. It was it, it was just a little long. Yeah. Pete? Yeah, I'm going to say um, I liked all of the cast. I think Orlando Bloom is a bit of a weak link in that he's just kind of, I mean, I realize the character is a goody two-shoes or whatever, but I just think he's kind of just bland as a, as a, as a character and as an actor. I don't think he's hmm. I mean, he's he's basically done. Uh, he's done this and Legolas done the <laughs> and oh. and and Will Turner and everything else he's been in. He's not. I mean, he's just not very memorable to me. And so i i would I would argue he, if anything, was the one miscast in this. I mean, he's fine, but he's not great. And everybody else right. is great. Um. Uh. Yeah, and even even like Norrington, and just like so, as Kate said, so many of the roles are just really, really well, well cast to make this movie entertaining. And then you know, we all, I mean, we all said it already. Like from the first time they get to the Ila de Muerte to the second time they get to Ila de Muerte, that whole section uh, could have used a little bit of tightening up, but it it wasn't. I would argue keep the scene. Of them on the, when they go back on the island, that scene worked for me. Where yeah. where where it's it's uh, her and Jack on the island. Oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah that no that scene worked yeah That's no I'm I'm just saying like tight work somehow tighten that all up I don't I don't know exactly what you would cut there I mean it's not the the cannon battle between the two boats went too long yeah that really went too long yeah but. uh but as I said, I just just would I just would cut it down a little bit, and um, I don't know. It's yeah, this is this is a fun movie. It's it's very rewatchable, and there's not much. Uh, I said the big the biggest curse to it is that the there's 
none of the sequels are great. I'm sorry. No. You don't like any of them? Uh, I really like. Uh, we should we should probably get into this, but I don't know if we should get into it in this section or do we want to talk about the sequels it. at all? Yeah, let's go for it. Okay. Speaking of curses, so yeah, we might as well. <laughs> um, I actually really like the second one. Um, yeah. Dead Man's Chest. I love the I love the ending of it. I love the fight they have on the wheel with Norrington, um, okay. uh, Will and and Jack. The third one is way too long, way yeah. way too long, and too many double crosses. And I like some of the weirdness in it, but um, it's it's way too long. The fourth one's just kind of blah, and then the the fifth one was a little better, but still not not great. So. Um, I, I wish I wish the third one was better. I could because I said I think this I do Holy like the cow. second one. I do yeah, like the second one. The third one, one was better. 170 minutes. Yeah. The third one was almost way three hours too, long. It's way too long. The way only thing long. that I didn't particularly like in the sequels is I felt like they really tried to push the romance between um Kira Knightley and Johnny Depp. And while I don't look at these as like a romance movie. I look at them as action movies and that just felt very forced in the, in the sequels. But um, other than that, I thought there have definitely been worse sequels uh, than this. So you talked about Orlando Bloom. Orlando Bloom was 26 when they filmed this. So he was 10 years older than her. Wow. Uh Johnny Depp (laughs) is 24 years older than Kira Knightley. Yeah. That that he is part good of, for his age. <laughs> wow, he did, but it was it, uh, yeah. The parts with him trying to hit on her were always to me rather creepy in the creepy and gross. Yeah, yeah. So and and yeah, it, I'm glad I didn't know that at the time. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Okay, right, so we have the Pirates of the Caribbean. We can argue. I think we were all in agreement that Pirates of the Caribbean as a right adaptation of a movie worked. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. This we have had one haunted mansion movie that was horrid. Mm-hmm. The Eddie Murphy version. We have one coming out here in a month that is going a little bit different direction. It's not going the comedy, it's going more the, the actual frightening haunted mansion. So uh and we're apparently I think the Scarlett Johansson Tower of Terror project is back on last I heard. But it was already a Tower of Terror movie. And it yeah, was, it was that was terrible. actually really good. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. <laughs> oh, you're mis- I thought it you're was mis- great. You're misremembering. misremembering. Oh, <laughs> I thought it was, it was great. It but I... <laughs> it was straight to video and it was horrible. Right. Four but it was also probably geared toward my right. generation. When, yeah, I think when you're... How old were you? Like 14 or something like oh, that? What year did it come out? So anyway, the question I have is not rides based on movies, but are there any rides at Disney World left that you could convert into a good movie? And Kate, I'm going to start with you on that one. Mm. Well, I was going to show up and be like, the movie that I would want to see is Tower of Terror, but they actually, and they made it in 97, so I was nine. Um <laughs> Uh, which is probably why I thought it was a good movie, and it had Kirsten Dunst in it, and I, I liked did. her. Um, Steve Gutenberg. And Steve Gutenberg. Who doesn't love Steve Gutenberg? <laughs> um, I think that they could do. There could be an interesting ride, possibly made to Space Mountain, or a movie. I mean, maybe. But so many of the movies, like, like Splash, had a movie that no one's allowed to watch anymore for good reason. Um. Everything ha- that's a that's a ride based on a movie. That's though. a ride based on a movie. Oh, so we need so so we're wanting the ride to come ride, first. Ride the that right now has no movie attached Copy. to got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, which there are many of. Oh, there's some. There's. I would say. Yeah. Expedition Everest. Okay. I could. 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 Yeah. Could be one. Yeah. Expedition Everest could be one. So I'll leave it at that. I don't want to take any more. Pete, what about you? Um, I want to see, I would kind of want to see, I think there could be an interesting Big Thunder Mountain movie, like a Western. 
based Ooh, based yeah. on big thunder i mean you could have like a, a train robbery or something to to incorporate the railroad into it but um i i don't know i feel i feel like like you could make um you could incorporate that into it again no, none of them have enough of a story to to fill out an entire movie but like the basis for it that's that's one i think i could like I could see, I could see I could something see coming out of it that would be that could be entertaining, especially if you use the backstory with it was a, road, it was a yeah. mother load that then right. the earthquake closed it completely up and like destroyed everyone who was in the area. Yeah, so if you go, especially yeah. the backstory that they have in, basically put along to go with the actual ride, could work for a movie. I would agree on that, Steve. Um, Pete took mine. I was thinking Big Thunder Mountain because, uh, uh, well, I think you like a great Western. There, there is a backstory to the raid that they could incorporate stuff there. Um, the other one, if we're thinking about that, possibly Mission Space in Epcot, the Journey to Mars. I don't, um, going off there because I was thinking about Space Mountain, but I don't know what the story would be. I think Big, the Big Thunder yeah. Mountain would be the better one because there's actually sort of a great backstory especially if you're reading things along with the queue yeah, yeah um trying to think else i think tower terror if if they went along the lines with the uh, upcoming haunted mansion one more and made uh, it actual scary scare went more the scarier route i, I think that could be pulled off really well you clearly um, weren't nine years old when you watched Tower of Terror, the original, because that shiz was terrifying. <laughs> what about you, Derek? Um, so Autopia doesn't get enough love, and neither is People Mover, but neither one of those are even close. <laughs> what so, was the first one you said? Autopia. <laughs> the, uh, think, the car- uh, Indy Speedway, the Tomorrowland Speedway. Tomorrowland Speedway, yeah. Oh, got it. Um, for me, um, I would agree. I don't remember the last time we had a good Western. Probably Tombstone was the last, last good true Western. The one with Val Kilmer and that crew was probably the last good. Uh, was No Country for Old Men a Western? I don't know. <sighs> Not really. That was a really good movie, but I'm going to say no. Wasn't and, the movie True Grit a Western? Well, with yes, but that was a remake. Oh, it I didn't know. That was a remake of that, a much a good better movie. version. Yeah, that Got was a it. good movie. Yeah, watch the John Wayne version, by the way. Such a better movie. But um, my initial thought was Big Thunder, as I was trying kind of thinking this as I was out walking the dog this afternoon. Um, you could also do something. I know it didn't work in, really work in Jungle Cruise. Potentially either the Grizzly River Run or Collie River Rapids. Some kind of a, yes. especially the the Collie River Rapids with its clear cutting narrative and destroying the environment could get a little preachy, mm-hmm. but but the yeah. last race, you know, the last race down a river movie could work on the Grizzly River Run. Something along those lines could work. Um, Would you add safaris to that then, Kilimanjaro Safari? Kilimanjaro Safari. Have you seen Hatari with John Wayne and Red Buttons? It is all about him. They are animal trackers and honestly animal capturers in Africa because this is back when that's how zoos and circuses got their animals. And it includes, it's it actually includes scenes of them trying to, John Wayne is sitting on the front of this truck and this rhino is bashing up against the truck. So um, to me, it would be hard to be better than that movie. So that's why I didn't include Kilimanjaro Safaris. Um, but I mean, all this goes back to the fact of original ideas that Disney had, or I would even argue the movie industry as a whole, but Disney especially has not come up with any good original ideas lately. Kate? Yeah, I just thought of two that could be. Um, I've only ever ridden the Matterhorn once. I don't know if there's a story behind the Matterhorn. Um, it is actually kind of semi based on a movie called Third Man on the Mountain. Oh, okay, yeah, perfect. That's why he did it was to promote that movie. It's not got really, it. yeah, it's not and really. Then but. The only other one I thought of um, 
I don't know Disneyland as well as I know World. So most of mine are coming from World. But uh, the dinosaur movie in uh, Animal Kingdom mm. or the dinosaur ride in Animal Kingdom. Um, <laughs> you could take that. In my opinion, that could be its own Jurassic Park style. Yeah. And then anything like that would be seen as trying to copy Jurassic Park. That's a problem. Oh, 100%. And so that's that's the issue I would have with that is no one would see it as, oh, it's another dinosaur movie. It's any dinosaur movie now is, oh, they're just trying to cap- copy Jurassic Park. 100%. But if done well, could be a good movie. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. So, okay. As we always do on these movies, we give movies a pixie dust rating out of five cups of pixie dust. Kate, for Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of Black Pearl, how many cups of pixie dust? Uh, four. Okay. I give this one four and a half. I give it a four. And uh, me today would probably give it a three and a half. Um, me when I was in college would have probably given this a four and a half. But today I just watched it this morning like you did, Steve. To me, it dragged out of my attention enough that I've got to go with three and a half. So still, it's a good movie, guys. It's a good movie. It's we all like it, as you can see by the ratings, and it's a worthwhile watch now. This is skipping ahead a little bit to the Disney Plus news, but they are actually re-releasing this in theaters for two week, two or three weeks starting Friday. So would, oh, wow. you go, would you go see this again in theaters? Maybe. Mm. No, because I just watched it this morning. <laughs> <laughs> and it's always on um, form. <laughs> I've seen it a lot. So, and that's probably it's probably the difference between the four and a half and the five uh i probably would not know <laughs> okay that's fair all right the other thing we watched this week was the second episode of secret invasion this is where we find out that all of the scrolls are actually on earth um like over a million of them um, we find out that they are actually in the very high levels of government, including the British Prime Minister, the head of NATO, the Indian Prime Minister. Did we ever find out where the uh, the Asian American gentleman was supposed to be representing? We did not know. Okay. You've got Shooter McGavin in there as a congressman. So, no, he's that. a FXN he, news personality. Oh, is he, is he a news personality? But yeah, you never know. So, but are all scrolls and have a, get, agreed to given control and generalship over to help me with the name Gravik. 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 And he is very much a Nick Fury has broken his promise. Nick Fury has said he would find us another planet to be on, and he hasn't. So we're taking this one. So, um, we've got his, a scene with, um, War Machine with um, where basically they say, Nick Fury, you're no longer needed because you've screwed up too bad in Russia with the bombing. And then at the very end, we find out Nick Fury has actually come to Earth multiple times and is married to a scroll. So, Kate, thoughts on the episode? Um, yes. So Gravik and Emilia Clark's character that I can't remember her name, uh Gaia? Yes. Gaia, yes. Gave me big Carly energy from um uh oh god, Kroger Cat. Like I Carly. No, from <laughs> is that Falcon Winter's the Flag no. Smashers you're talking about. Yeah, Falcon Winter Soldier. Right. Where we get Kroger Cap. Um yeah. They give me big Carly energy. Um, and I was shocked that it really looks like Maria Hill is dead. Um, spoiler, sorry. Uh, I was not convinced that that was the real Warhammer. I'm not convinced that that wasn't a scroll. Um, and Casey and I decided like that 
that's what makes this show so good is because you don't know who's who's a scroll and who's not. Um, I will be interested to see where this goes. This I I will agree. You know, Pete messaged us during the week and said this this episode's better, and this episode was better than the first one. Um, I rewatched the first one again with Casey, so then we watched the second together. Um, yeah, I am surprised Maria Hill is actually dead. We'll see on that, and um, I don't know where this is going. I don't. It's it's gonna be. I'm curious if this is leading up, if this whole show is just going to be a filler into the story of Kang. If no, it's, it's, just a, it's more a filler into a second, a parallel story with Secret Wars is going to is Avengers Secret Wars here in like yeah, three but, or four years. But Secret Wars doesn't have anything to do with Secret Invasion, though. Really? It'll be, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see where it goes. But Pete, you go. Um, yeah, I think two things this episode did better than the first one. One, it like the start of it showed what led up to this, which I think the first episode did a really bad job of that. In like, you know, I mean, again, all these should be able to stand somewhat on their own. And I thought there was the first episode didn't really explain what was going on very well. I thought this episode did a better job of that. And then also this episode gave, gave it like, it felt more like real stakes. I think, I don't know if it was because of the scroll council and you saw that the prime minister and all these people were actually scrolls and you found out there's a million scrolls on her and all these things. It, it made it feel like there's actually, um, some serious stakes behind what's going on, which I didn't think the first episode did a very good job of particularly, even though they blew up that thing in, in Russia. Um, It's still not, it's, it it isn't great yet. Um, And it's, you know, with six episodes, there's not a lot of time to be, to become great, (laughs) but um, I definitely with this episode, it made me more more want to watch the next one. So, what about you, Steve? Um, so, I watched the first two episodes this morning. So, I had back to back. Um, like Kate, it's intriguing because you don't know who's really who with, with the thing. Um, my concern is if that goes it wrong in a bad way, making it too confusing. Um, I'm intrigued so far. I like the sp- sort of the suspense and mystery, trying to figure out what's going on. Um, I'm, I'm like an average Marvel fan, so I'm not always on top of of who's who. Um, but I'm intrigued. It kept me entertained. I mean, it's sort of slow moving. I feel so. It's something where I'm gonna have to be able to watch when I could sort of be paying attention to pick up on everything that's happening. Derek, no, it's not sort of slow moving. It's really slow moving. <laughs> um, so. I would Talking about whether that was the real roadie or not. You guys have you guys heard the Android theory of MCU? That if the if the person in the MCU is using an Android phone, they're a bad guy. If they're using an Apple phone, they're a good guy. That's and that, a and thing. And like and like in Falcon and Winter Soldier, the gal who the the blonde who ended up being the arms seller was on an Android phone the whole time. So, and, and there's been a couple other instances where that if they're on an Android, they're the bad guy. And it, that just may be looking at, you know, going into too much minutia, but so far it's played out and he was using an Android phone. So <laughs> I, did, I didn't notice that. I, the bad thing about a type of show like that and the way TV shows have gotten so twisty in the last 20 years mm-hmm. I kind of expect everybody to be a scroll. <laughs> you know, yeah. you, you're like, I don't, I don't know how they're going to surprise me in, unless they make Nick Fury a scroll. And I, I really, I feel like he's the one that I don't know how you would pull that off and make the show make any sense at all. Um, um you know, and I don't think so the, the, that scroll that he's married to, she was also in that first scene. When yes. when they're uh, when they're like meeting all the, the, she was the one that introduced Gravik to him, wasn't right. she? 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So he's known her for a long time. Um, I think it was in Winter Soldier that it was in Winter Soldier. Mentions yeah, his said, wife. I didn't know you were married. Yeah. Yeah. So. So. Um. Yeah. I mean, this has been telegraphed back in 2014. In Winter Soldier, Captain says, "You know, didn't know you were married." And, you know, everyone thought it was a joke, and it wasn't. It's right. You know, he has been married. Do you um, think he knows that she's a scroll? Yes. Yes. Okay. That, that, that's that's kind of hard to keep under wraps. Yeah, um, that's fair. If if you're living with someone, that's kind of hard to keep under wraps. Well, but by the fact that the character, I mean, her voice was the same as the the scroll at the beginning. Yeah, you know what that's I'm saying. Fair. Like he yeah. he he, I think he well, knew her as a scroll first. Well, and <laughs> did you notice in the first scene, she's actually got an engagement ring on. Oh, so, I didn't notice that. No. Yeah, so she's actually got an engagement ring. So even at that point, the the the. I've, there's some discussion out there that he wooed her basically not long after Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. So, um, but this is, I did not appreciate the fight scene in the butchery just because I am not one for blood Woo! flying mm-hmm. everywhere. Woo! It yeah. was, it was wild. Not yeah. Um, that, was not something I enjoyed, which yes, I know means I would really not enjoy the Punisher. Yeah, don't, um, no, don't. But don't do it. I don't know. We're a third of the way into this, and I just don't care at the moment. Like, there's no character I haven't attached to Nick Fury. I haven't attached to the daughter Gaia. I haven't attached to anybody. I don't care who wins this battle. Realistically, Zon- I mean, obviously the scrolls are going to lose. Obviously, at some point the scrolls are going to lose. I want to know why he's not pulling in. Now he said something about if I pull in the Avengers, then all of a sudden they'll be able to copy them. So that you have to be in contact with someone in order for them to copy them. Is that? Have we seen any of that so far? Uh, I, I yeah, I don't know. I, it's it wasn't a great excuse to me. Um, but the thing is, they can't copy their powers. But that's the scientific thing that was going on. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you noticed, like, yeah. um, Groot when and, yeah, yeah, it had Groot, it had Frost Giants, uh, yeah. Extremis, Extremis soldiers, which was the Iron Man three soldiers. Right. So they're 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 basically trying to like make scoops, make yeah. super scrolls, which is what they were called in the comics. Um, but yeah, so you could, it's, it's not like if one Didn't of them touched this in the Hulk, that they'd be able to Hulk, you know? So did we do this in the Mandalorian where like we saw that they want to try and get Grogu's powers. So they're cloning. We saw that. I mean, it, it anyway, so Derek, is, I feel like part of the reason, because I'm kind of a little bit with you in that. I'm not attached to anybody, but I think part of the reason I'm not attached to anybody is because I don't know who to trust. I don't know who's real and who's not. Um, I mean, I know Nick Fury is real or I thought, I mean, for the most part he is, but he, I mean, Maria Hill died thinking Nick Fury shot her. So I, for me, I think that's part of the reason why I'm not really attached to anyone is because I don't trust anyone. Okay. Do you guys think there's anything with the fact that he doesn't have the eye patch on? I, I mean, thought that was far, I thought I mean, that was weird too that he doesn't. I mean, have the as eye far patch as on. wouldn't the real Nick Fury? He never takes off that eye patch unless they're doing that to show that you know he's that shows how he's not really the Nick Fury of old. Where like going into the last episode, the last thing you see on episode five is him throwing that eye patch on and say, "Okay, let's do this." Or something like that. But I mean, it's just the eye patches um, throwing yeah, me off a little bit. But unless I did, but, but the way that he has his eye and the way that he was looking, it almost looked like he had like a mechanic in his eye, like a like that his eye had been replaced by some sort of a device. And see, to me, it just looked more like a marled eye that oh. like, had been damaged <laughs> but, and he's really blind out of But if it was a scroll, wouldn't they be more likely to have an eye patch because they'd want to look like him? Who knows? Solid anyway. point. Well, well, bring that up. 
originally, so, that's what I thought when I didn't see the eye patch. Once you realize people could be scrolls, was is he a scroll? And then at the end of episode one, you see two. So now it makes me think: is that a mislead? And we still have a scroll impersonating. Is he always well? Okay, when are are we going to get Martin Freeman's character back into this at all? Or although he never really was officially in this because it was actually in disguise. But well, that's a I mean that's a question that will need to be answered. Is is it was that the actual like has he been replaced for a long time or did they just replace him for that one to get well, that information or whatever? Um, I, I do want to say one thing that I am enjoying though when you mentioned the the butcher sharp shop or whatever. Uh, Olivia Coleman so far is the best thing about this show. In my oh, she's awesome. <laughs> she's yeah. Yeah. Yep. 100%. Yeah. But she, she's doing it in a way that's more, um, it's definitely, she's definitely true in scenery, but it's like yeah. more level. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, she's, she's so far the, the highlight of the show, I would say. Agreed. I, I would totally agree with that. So, okay. Kate. What have we got for the Disney Plus news this week? Yes, Disney Plus news. So, uh, first up, Disney has released a Hamilton sing-along version on Disney Plus. Which isn't, um, isn't that, called Hamilton? But isn't that also just subtitles? <laughs> Essentially on Hamilton, yes. Except it has it has like a they're bigger words. It's bigger print. Usually for a sing-along, they like light they up the little... words as it goes, like a but like. All... I feel like that's going to be hard on a song like um, anytime. Guns and ships. Uh, yeah, Guns and Ships. When it's just, I'm taking those horse that Like it's so fast. That's going to be funny to watch. I may have to take a video of myself watching that because that's that might be funny. Um, anyway. Maybe it's just me, but I don't think I've ever like, I mean, I'll sing songs in the car. I've never like, watched a movie i shouldn't say that i I went and saw grease on one of its re-releases to theaters and everybody in the theater was singing along but it wasn't a sing-along but other than that i don't sit at home and sing along to movies Uh, no i don't really either (laughs) not really either um, all right in the Uh, car yes but not yeah also hamilton it just came out was one of the first or the first or something Broadway show to hit diamond platinum um, the, to have the album hit like super diamond platinum something. They just announced that not very long ago. Oh, I don't cool. remember. But yeah. And anyway, actually, while you were talking, I actually just pulled it up and it's big text. It's bigger text than the subtitles. And it like lights up in yellow as they say it. Aha. Got it. So next up, the movie Crater, which debuted on the service seven weeks ago, has been removed from the service. This seems to be another write-off of a movie whose budget was $53.4 million. So I'm, I'm yeah, I mean, I get why they're trying to write it off because Disney's Disney Plus uh division is hemorrhaging money. But I mean, it had a McKenna Grace in it. I did not. Pete, you watched that, didn't you? No, I ne- I never did. I did I did kind of want to see it. The trailer intrigued me, but I don't I don't know what I'm more flabbergasted by that they paid that they spent fifty million dollars on that movie. So much CGI because it was in, it was on the moon. I I know, but still, it, I mean, no, like no, you're gonna sp- no 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 no. It was on the moon. <laughs> Where's Ed when I need him, man? Or the, I don't know that, you know, you just, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know what they're going to do because I guess, I guess that's a mid budget movie nowadays and type of thing you could put to Disney plus, but like things like that just get so lost in today's streaming environment. And I don't know how you, without putting some backing behind it, get people to watch it. And I don't know, I don't know what they I don't know what the solution is for them, but it's it's a shame that all the people that worked on it and it you yeah. know something like this can happen that it's just gonna disappear forever. 
or whatever, you know, cause, cause a lot of things, even if they're maybe not initially popular, sometimes they get life after, you know, later. Yes. I mean, a wonderful we, life. The movie was a flop when it first came out. Yeah. I mean, we talk about clue that was a bomb in theaters and it's a movie that everybody, almost everybody loves now. Yep. Um, you know, and it, it, admittedly, you know, so it's, so just, I don't know. I mean, it might have been hot garbage. I don't know. I didn't see it, but I just always think it's a shame that that this type of thing is happening to to anything that it just van that they can just make it vanish. So, anyway. yeah. agreed, agreed. And last but certainly not least, in celebration of its hundredth anniversary, Disney is re-releasing several of its biggest films, including the movie we saw tonight, starting July seventh. Yeah. So that's why that's why I said this comes out this Friday. They're out for about three weeks. The others they're going to be doing are Toy Story, Frozen, the original Beauty and the Beast, Incredibles, Coco, Lion King, and Moana. So they're all since 1990. But so wait, is Pirates the only or the only live, live action? action? Yeah, sounds yes. like it. Yes. Wow. Think about how many of their pre. Now, a couple other things about Pirates that I was sure to throw in earlier. This was the first Disney Pictures PG 13 movie. There are no mm-hmm. other great live action movies that Disney has put out. Tell me one. <laughs> it's not a remake. Since you mean, you mean ever? One. Yeah. Well, think about it, though. We're celebrating a hundred years. Uh-huh. And the best that, that they can do. The 60s was, uh, okay, you could have done Mary Poppins, but Mary no Poppins. one would see Mary Poppins. Yeah. Not and 25 so many, Leagues and, Under the Sea? No. It, it's, it's, it, it's not that great of a movie. I think people would have gone to see Mary Poppins. I would have gone to see Mary Poppins in theaters. I would go see it before... Uh, I'd go see it before I go see Coco. Agreed. But, wow, I, I, that that seems that seems strange to me that that is the those only... 1950s and 60s live action movies were nothing but a hot mess. I mean, I mean, can't... some of them are problematic now. Show me the Shaggy Da. Tell me that would make money, <laughs> or the or the absent-minded professor. I mean, everyone's... Well... I mean, Heart, just, I mean, what about Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? No. Have you watched that lately? No. <laughs> yeah, don't. But I mean, the part of the I think part of the problem would be that some of those quote unquote iconic Disney movies that came out of that time are now problematic. Think Swiss Family Robinson. Think Peter uh, Pan. Peter Pan. Like, because see, that's what if I, of all of the movies you named, you're going to show. Coco over Dumbo? Oh yeah. <laughs> like, but I'm I'm talking about like you're gonna show Dumbo, you're gonna show Coco over Cinderella. Cinderella wasn't in that, that Cinderella's movie. Cinderella would have been okay. Or over Snow White. Like I understand Ooh, yeah, over Snow White. Are, I understand that some things are problematic, but we're talking if you're gonna celebrate a hundred years of Disney and you're gonna show Frozen and Coco, don't get me wrong, Frozen and Coco great movies no but, they're not no they're but not if we're talking yes, 100 are. years of yeah Disney, they are and the best you can do is to start at essentially 1990 i just have a hard time swallowing oh, that. i i totally agree i totally agree i think if disney's really going to do this snow white should have been first up then yeah. you jump to like cinderella then you show mary poppins then oh. you show Honestly, then you skip ahead to then you skip ahead to Beauty and the Beast. Read the list again, Derek. Okay, Pirates. Yeah. Toy Story. Uh, that that one's a good one. Frozen. Whatever. Original Beauty and the Beast. That's fair. Incredibles. I wouldn't put that on there. That's a great oh, movie, though. And I love The Incredibles. The Incredibles is my movie. second favorite Pixar movie. One, one is the great... The first Correct. Incredibles is a great movie. It's the a great movie, but I don't know if I would put it in the top one... Anyway, keep no, going, people Derek. People will watch it. 
people no, will but, watch it. Right. This isn't about the best movies. This is about movies oh. that people will actually pay to go to see because it it That's it fair. still costs them some amount of money to put these movies in the theaters. Yes. So they're not gonna they're not gonna put the Shaggy DA or or Herbie goes bananas or Herbie Lovebug <laughs> or yeah. Snow White even because no one Old would Yeller. actually go see Snow White. Oh Yeller, wow. <laughs> um, then you've got yeah. Coco. So that's why I'd, I would argue maybe Mary Poppins, because I think if you put yes. that back in theaters, I think because because what this is more about is parents wanting to take their kids to see the movie on the big screen. It isn't because yeah. the kids want to go see it because the kids can see it anytime. But it's the parents saying, oh, this is, you know, Incredibles is in the theaters. Let's go see that. Say, so so many of these are visually stunning. Lion King was on yeah. that list, too, right? Yes. Lion King, Moana, yeah. because I mean, let's face it, every little girl sings things how far i'll go so but I mean, aladdin was not on the list no and see i don't have a problem with that um because on aladdin so many of the reference cultural references that the genie makes are are yeah so outdated right now so he I'm, makes 55 references the genie does or transformations yeah so anyway wow. that's i mean i don't agree with it now are there any of those that you guys will go see I would go see Mary Poppins. <laughs> no, but that's not on the list. I know. Um, so I'm I'm going to complain that they didn't put Who Framed Roger Rabbit out. Oh, that I'm not yes. Even though we just watched it. But out of that list, probably Coco or Toy Story. Those are the ones I'd probably. I'd go see. I'd go. I might go see Toy Story depending on schedule. I might go see Lion King. Yeah, just, yeah. I just, would also probably see The Incredibles because that's a great movie. And that's a movie that on the big screen is amazing just because of all that was such that was about the first time they got people right. Yeah. I also went and saw Toy Story 2 when Toy Story 2 came out. I saw that in theaters, I think, five times. Yeah. If my daughter wasn't in Florida, we we would go see Incredibles, I think. I don't know that I would just go my wife and I, to be honest. That's fair. Okay. Next week, um, we are going to be watching the series, The Imagineering Story. It basically starts, it's all about the development of the parks, starting with Disneyland through Shanghai is the latest. Yes. So um, six episodes, I believe. I think that's right. Six episodes are all about an hour each. But we've all had plenty of time. And guys, spoiler alert, it's really good. It is really I'm good. Sure you're a Disney Parks fan, it is really good. So, yeah, I, have to, I still have to rewatch, but yeah, it was, it yeah. came out very close to when Disney Plus first Started. came out. Yeah. I watched it toward the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah. Um, so. so, that's what we're watching next week. Um, Guys, if you have any suggestions, please email us at plusplatoon at gmail.com. We've got some gaps coming up in August where there's not much coming out. So we need to know, especially if you guys have any diamonds in the rough, please let us know. Please let us know if shows on there that aren't the normal great ones. Okay. Yes, Kate, Sword in the Stone is coming. No, but now I'm sitting here going, oh my God, they're not going to show Robin Hood. They're not going to show Sword in the Stone. Like there's so many great movies that are pre 1990. Sorry, I, those aren't those aren't going to drive people to gonna, go to the movie theater. I, mean, I know when Pirates comes out next week, it may be number one at the box office. I know. I'm still I that, mad about it. Toy Story and Beauty and the Beast. Like some of these, couple of these might come in, especially if like yeah, they're going to do really well. September. Yeah, I'm just there's so many great great movies. Anyway. Anyway, anyway, guys, we've got some gaps in August and September. Not much is coming out. Let us know if you've got shows you want us to watch. Uh, we have new episodes every Thursday on YouTube and all major podcasting services for Kate, Pete, and Steve. We will see everyone next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for watching this week's episode of the Plus Platoon. Be sure to subscribe to the Plus Platoon podcast to keep getting great content each week. 
Then head over to Apple Podcast and leave those five-star reviews as they help make the Plus Platoon visible to even more Disney Plus fans. Also, go to YouTube and like and subscribe to the Plus Platoon channel where you can watch all future episodes live. If you have a question for the Plus Platoon, please send us an email to plusplatoon at gmail.com or connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Plus Platoon. The Plus Platoon is a Disney Plus fan podcast and is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or the Disney Plus streaming service. All opinions expressed on the show are solely those of the individual hosts and in no way reflect the views of the Walt Disney Company. Thanks for watching and be sure to stay tuned for next week's episode because the Plus Platoon is to be continued. Continued.